Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. My goal is for us to discover jazz old and new together by listening to a wide array of selections and exploring different jazz styles and topics related to jazz. We'll learn more about what it is, what it isn't, how it's developed, and what we can listen for to enhance our experience. This program is on Trent Radio, 92.7 on your dial, and Peterborough Independent Podcasters. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. On this week's program, I want to talk about the relationship between improvisation and life. That's quite the task, I realize. But maybe a more general word might be spontaneity where we put all parts of ourselves into the flow, which might be what any truly creative person does, including jazz improvisers. Let's hear jazz drummer and choral director Brian Tate from Vancouver explain it. The essence of jazz is improvisation. And, you know, life is improvisation. Conversation is improvisation. And it's, it's where some really great things can happen because it's so easy to get so tightly wound about our lives and try to control every aspect of it Uh, but in the area of improvisation you're really you're stepping into a musical conversation where you are responding to an offer you know and in theater sports it's it's called giving and accepting offers you know and the sort of the general rule is if someone makes an offer you go with that you don't block it you don't say no i don't want to do that you simply you say yes and you go with it so improvisation is about saying yes in the face of the unknown in the face of not knowing how it's going to turn out and just going along for the ride uh and there's something about the willingness to be in an environment where Really, your job is just to keep saying, yes, let's do it. Let's go further. Yes, let's go. And that is so life-affirming for me. And jazz is one of the most rich and joyous and uh, unfathomable ways of musical expression. Yes. And later on in this program, I'm going to feature part of an interview I had with two Peterborough musicians who very much entertain that spirit of saying yes to life. But right now, here's a Havana pianist who I think is great at saying yes. His name is Harold Lopez Nusa. I had the pleasure of seeing a concert with him and his amazing family of musicians in Havana a few years ago. It was incredible. The saying yes here relates to the fact that Lopez Nusa has said yes to playing with his family. And this particular album, released this year, as well as his previous one, says yes to the very Cuban sound and musical traditions, but also incorporates American jazz, as well as African and European music. Here is Hialia, Harold Lopez Nusa. Thank you. 
Harold Lopez Nusa with Roy Adrian Lopez Nusa on drums and percussion and Gaston Yoya on bass. I had the pleasure of talking to Paul L. Clark and James Seaborn at Hazelton's Coffee Shop in Peterborough. They're both Peterborough-based musicians whose musical project goes by the name of the Smirky Waters Band. James is a guitarist and Paul a percussionist and both are composers and they compose jointly by saying yes to each other. They also bring in others to say yes, and they consider everybody involved to be a composer. I have three tracks from an album that they have put out, The Secret Woodpile Sessions, and uh, you could win a download card, as they've given me three of them to give away, and I'm going to tell you how you can uh, win it after we hear from them and hear a couple of the tracks from this album. Here is Paul Clark talking about how one of the tracks came to be with the help of James and of singer Bridget Foley. I had asked him about any tracks that, whether one could call them jazz or not, have an improvisational sensibility. As far as improvisation, the entire album is improvised. It's one big experiment. You know, uh, for everyone, it's an experiment for me. I would sit down, lay a track down, go... This is kind of neat, but I don't know where it would go. And I'd send it to James, and it comes back way different, but so much cooler and always evolving into something more positive. And then it would be, we would talk and go, do you think it needs a bass or a, another guitar or something kind of weird like a dulcimer or a, a vocals? And it's like, geez, this would be nice with a vocal. Like you say, sometimes I. I, I wrote that after spending... Oh, a month or so down at, in uh, Missouri, in the Ozark Mountains, with a native shaman I met. And I went and lived with him for a while and talked to him about um, social, uh, the world. And I said, as far as the native, uh, the First Nation people go, are you, don't you get pissed off at white people or the way it's treated? And he said, oh, I can't. I said, what do you mean you can't? And he said, well, I believe that I am First Nation because maybe my life before this, I was one of those people that were treating them bad. Now I have to experience what it's like. And I said, oh, that's very interesting. And I said, so sometimes you're good, sometimes you're bad, sometimes you're helpful, sometimes you're not. Sometimes. And he said, exactly. So when I got back to Canada, uh, Peterborough here, I wrote Sometimes I. Oh, it had to be six or seven pages because I had it envisioned as a book. You know, and it just went page after page. It just sometimes I this, sometimes I that, sometimes I, you know, and on and on. And Bridget said, can I just pick and choose? And I said, you can do anything you want. So every line started with sometimes I something, sometimes I the opposite, sometimes I. And that's how the whole thing was written. Well, she took it and totally changed it, which is, it was brilliant. You know, because she said sometimes I, and then off she goes, you have to hear the tune. And just took it to a, a, a level that I had didn't envision. And as I told her, she said, why are you asking me to do this? And I said, because if I could do it myself, I would. And I can't. And, you know, you've got a, a, an instrument that is natural and so beautiful. And you've got such an interpretive style. Just go nuts. Go do whatever you want. And, and sometimes I came out. It came back way different than what I kind of envisioned. But again, as James said, I don't tell people what I envision. I just say, here's something, what do you think? Mm-hmm. 
I'm vague, sometimes I'm humble. I soar like an eagle, or I trip and stumble. Sometimes I'm strong and I'm broken. I have listened and I have spoken. Sometimes I like the noise. Sometimes I like the quiet. Sometimes I need peace. Sometimes I need to riot. Sometimes I yell a lot. Sometimes I get a hush. Sometimes I'm cold as ice. Sometimes I turn to
Staying with the Smirky Waters Band, let's hear a selection that was first conceived by guitarist James Seaborn, starting with James, then Paul, talking about it during our chat at Hazleton's Coffee Shop. When it was done, it was done, and I just listened to it and I went, oh, yeah, I, that's I like nice. I, I like the feel, that I, I captured the feel that I, that I had, and sent it to Paul, and then... I get emails with, this happened, yeah. <laughs> and I'm always anxious to go, oh, I wonder what happened, yeah. you know? And it, it's so cool because sometimes I'll lay a track down just because I feel like it mm-hmm. and send it to James and he'll go, oh, I love this groove and add something to it that I had no idea. You know, it comes back and vice versa. James will send me something. Ahara was, that was one of the ones that I just recorded and I sent to you. Yep. That, that was... I often refer to what I create as a snapshot of the moment that I'm in, um, and and that's all it is. So sometimes it's hard for me to reproduce what I've created because I'm not in that same moment. It, I, you know, even when you try to take the same photo twice, you're gonna get little nuances that that'll make it not quite exactly the same. Um, Ahara was one of those pieces that I just I played it, I felt it, I was in the moment, and and, and it, it's a one-off.
If you would like a download card so you can have the whole recording of The Secret Woodpile Sessions by Smirky Waters Band, just email me at larry at windsong.bc.ca or you can message me on my Facebook page under the name Larry F. Saidman, S-A-I-D-M-A-N. Or you can go to iTunes and search for Discovering Jazz and post a comment about this program. The first three people to do either of those things will be given a download card for the Smirky Waters Band. I'll play one more track from Paul Clark, James Seaborn, and Bridget Foley, part of the Smirky Waters Band, later in this program. Today's theme on Discovering Jazz is Saying Yes, talking about improvisation, jazz, and musicians working together. The whole concept of saying yes is the theme of a recently released album by Jeff Bradfield, a Chicago-based tenor saxophonist, composer, and arranger. This new release is called Yes And, Music for Nine Improvisers. It was inspired by The Compass Players, a legendary theatrical ensemble in Chicago whose members developed several improvisational games to stimulate their creative instincts. One of these was called Yes And, where one person would start telling a story and everyone who followed would have to continue the story however they wished from the point the previous speaker ended. Jeff Bradfield has applied the concept of that game to this project, writing a suite for nine improvising musicians where each movement builds on what came before, sometimes veering off into a completely different direction. The track I'm going to play is the last movement called Foro Hermeto, described as a sort of a dance party, where a couple dancers at a time, the soloists, head to the middle of the floor and strut their moves. Each player brings their distinctive voice to the mix, and the result is a collective energy from all nine musicians. This track is also inspired by the folkloric jazz of Brazilian composer Hermeto Pascoal. Here is Jeff Bradfield and his nine improvisers with Foro Hermeto.
That was Jeff Bradfield on saxophones, Anna Weber, flute and bass flute, Greg Ward, alto sax, Russ Johnson, trumpet and flugelhorn, Joel Adams, trombone, Scott Hess, guitars, Clark Summers on bass, and Dana Hall, drums and percussion. That's from the album Yes And. And today on Discovering Jazz, I'm talking about saying yes. One singer who has said yes to working together with various other singers and musicians over the years has been Tony Bennett. At the age of 91, he has just put out another album, this time with Nanaimo singer and pianist Diana Krall and with Bill Sharlap on piano. It's called Love Is Here To Stay, a tribute to the Gershwins. Here is their rendition of Fascinating Rhythm. Fascinating rhythm, you got me on the go. Fascinating rhythm, I'm all a quiver. What a mess you're making, the neighbors want to know why. I'm always shaking just like a fliver. Each morning I get up with the sun. To find that night no work has been done. I know that once it didn't matter, but now you're doing wrong. When you start to patter, I'm so unhappy. Won't you take a day off, decide to run along somewhere far away off and make it snappy? Oh, how I long to be the girl I used to be. Fascinating rhythm, I want you start picking on me. The neighbors want to know why I'm always shaking just like a flivver Each morning I wake up with the sun To find at night no work has been done I know that once it didn't matter But now you're doing wrong when you start to patter I'm so unhappy Won't you take the day off, decide to run along somewhere far away off And make it snappy Oh, how I long to be the girl I used to be. A fascinating rhythm, oh, won't you stop picking on me? Fascinating rhythm, won't you stop picking on me? Fascinating rhythm, won't you stop picking on me? You know, that tune was actually the first song that Tony Bennett ever recorded. It was under the name of Joe Barry, B-A-R-I, and it was the year of 1949 on the very obscure Leslie record label. This particular 78 RPM recording is very rare. Only two copies are known to exist right now, and in 2015, a copy sold for $3,900 U.S., no, I don't have a copy, unfortunately, but I found a rather rustic-sounding recording on YouTube. 
Let's give a listen to Joe Barry, a.k.a. Tony Bennett, from 1949, with the same tune that we just heard him sing with Diana Krall 59 years later. Fascinating rhythm, you got me on the go. Fascinating rhythm, I'm all a quiver. What a mess you're making, the neighbors want to know why. I'm always shaking just like a flipper. Oh, every morn I'm up with the sun. To find that night no work has been done. I know that once it didn't matter, but now you're doing wrong when you start to patter. I'm so unhappy. Won't you take the day off the side to run along somewhere far away up and make it snappy? Oh, how I long to be the man I used to be. Fascinating rhythm, stop picking on me. Fascinating rhythm. Let's stay with a couple vocals. Jazz saxophonist Bud Freeman had a hand in putting together an album by a folk singer named Katie Lee in 1957, certainly saying yes to doing a different kind of music. He also said yes to making fun of some of the jazz of that era. Bud Freeman wrote all the lyrics. Here is Katie Lee with Real Sick Sounds from an album called Songs of Couch and Consultation. I'm moved by offbeat tones Far out and unknown The only kind of jazz I dig Is abstract and ingrown I love those real sick sounds They're the ones that move me The thinly blown Neurotic tones Intensify and groove me I love those real sick sounds Scraping harshly through Forlorn, psychotic horn can vibrate and ungloomy. I don't respond to harmonies played on muted trumpets. I'm left unmoved by country songs. Sweetly wailed by three related trumpets. I love those real sick sounds, tones that just offend me. The sounds that grate and irritate. They stimulate and send me Well, I suspect that anybody that hates jazz can relate to that song. Real Sick Sounds, Katie Lee, 
with lyrics by Bud Freeman and music by Leon Prober. Unfortunately, I can't find any information about who that trumpet player is. Okay, I said that I'd be playing three tracks by the Smirky Waters Band, and hopefully you'll find that this third one is an antidote to those real sick sounds we just heard about. Here is James Seaborn and Paul Clark talking about their international hit, Fairy Dance. With Fairy Dance, when it was originally sent to me, uh, there was, uh, just for placement, a, a male blues voice uh, on it. And so when I played my part, um, I was working around that, and I was responding to that. Um, but my natural approach had a little bit more of a, had the blues feel, but a little bit more of a jazz lean. And then when we uh, forwarded it to Bridget for vocals, her voice brought it right smack right into the jazz realm. I, I was at a, uh, um, an open mic thing, and I heard this singer, and I thought, oh my God, she is the one to sing fairy dance, and it was Bridget Foley, so I asked her immediately. And she said, well, normally I don't do this kind of thing, but yeah, send it to me. And I sent it, she got right back to me immediately and just said, I love this. She said, what do you want me to do with it? How do you, and I said, whatever you feel. Here's the lyrics, just do something. And she said, well, you mean unfiltered? Like, just do whatever I feel? And I said, yeah, whatever you feel. She said, well, I don't work this way. And I said, well, we are. We're, we're experimenting with the whole album. So she put down, I said, you'll know when it feels right. So she had it for oh, a week or two or whatever it was and laid her track down and sent it to me. She said, I have no idea if that's what you have in mind or not. And I said, I don't have anything in mind. I want to see what you would bring to this. And so she sang it jazz. And she said, but I got to tell you, I feel a slight little blues hint to it. And I said, oh, you picked up on that, did you? She said, yeah, but you told me to sing it jazz. And, I, and she said, and I feel jazz. And I said, and James feels jazz too. Do jazz. I'm drumming to jazz. She went perfect. So we put the whole thing together and fairy dance came out of it. Please hear my call. I ask you if I wait perchance, will you show yourself to me? I need to see the fairy dance. I believe you're truly out there. I really beg your pardon, but I really need to see you. My heart's begun. Too hearted. I'm feeling kind of weary, but I know just where to start. I really need to see you. Help me open up my that I can just want to do what's right so what am I doing here never seen an out of sight 
It's interesting. We we did a um, art. My, my background's TV and film and video and all that. So I did a, a a vocal or a lyric video, which is just a nice picture with the lyrics going. And we posted it on. Uh, and I said I said to James too. I said we're going to be huge in uh, Europe. You know, like I just have that feeling. And uh, Mary, my wife, and our producer. Posted it uh, nine o'clock on a Friday morning, and at supper time on Sunday, she just said, "Oh my goodness, that video!" And I said, "Oh, didn't it load?" You know, one of those. And she said, "No, take a look at it." We had like twelve thousand hits, and it was all from um, England, Wales, um, Amst, uh, Netherlands, uh, all that area. You know, so just a matter of a couple of days, it just went crazy. If you're fascinated by the music that Peterborough's Smirky Waters Band are creating, I want to invite you to tune into another podcast that I put together. It's called Musical Therapy, and it's on Peach City Radio out of Penticton, B.C. I'll be featuring more of their music, plus more from my discussion with Paul and James in Program 149 of Musical Therapy called Healing Through Harmony, Melody, Rhythm, and Texture. You can find Peach City Radio and the Musical Therapy Program through peachcityradio.org. That's P-E-A-C-H, programs, slash musical therapy. But this is Discovering Jazz, produced for Trent Radio in Peterborough, CFFF 92.7 on your dial. Today's program about improvisation and saying yes. Ending off 
with a fascinating eight-minute composition by Chicago alto saxophonist Carolyn Davis. This very recent album is called Heart Tonic, and it's another way of saying yes to something that sounds pretty ominous and scary, finding a way through it rather than trying to fight it, which tends to turn the pain into suffering. The album title refers to Davis's heart research to obtain a better understanding of its properties due to her father's heart ailment. Here's how she explains it. She says, A portion of the songs incorporate thematic material based on heartbeats that I've been studying. My dad has an arrhythmia called left ventricular ejection, which affects the left ventricle of the heart. I've listened to recordings of normal heartbeats and heartbeats with arrhythmias, particularly this left ventricular ejection. I would blast these recordings on my stereo to imagine having this kind of rhythm in your body. I'd sit there and write music based on what I was feeling, experiencing these heartbeats. Well, here's the first track from this 2018 CD. It's called Footloose and Fancy Free. Musicians are Carolyn Davis on alto sax, Marcus Hill on trumpet, Julian Shore piano and Fender Rhodes, um, Tamir Schmierling on acoustic and electric bass, and Jay Sawyer on drums. This is Larry Sadman here saying goodbye for now, and check out all the Discovering Jazz podcasts through Peterborough Independent Podcasters or iTunes.
Thank <laughs> you. 